You're listening to the She Is Fierce podcast. I'm Kelly Youngs, the founder of She Is Fierce, a global women's network that elevates women's stories and gives you the tools and connections you need to live on purpose. We support female leaders and business owners who are ready to level up in business and life and make their mark in the world. And we partner with and provide speakers and development programs for companies that believe in the power of supporting female leaders and women on the rise. Your health and well-being is not just about your physical body. It's not just about the food you eat. You can eat as healthy as you want, but if you are not connected to your soul, your passion, your spirit, to God, it's that energy of unconditional love. If you don't have that connection, if you're not in your purpose, if you're not slowing down and enjoying the moment, it doesn't matter because dis-ease is so multi-layered. On our podcast, you'll hear the inspiring stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who have overcome challenges and built purpose-filled lives. And you'll get a behind the scenes look at my mission driven business and learn how to brand and grow your own. Today, I am excited to introduce you to one of our standout members, Jen Mons. Jen is an intuitive coach and mentor for healers, coaches, and leaders, and the host of the Embodied Healing Self podcast. She specializes in bringing forth the physical, intuitive, and spiritual gifts of healers, coaches, and entrepreneurs with a passion and a purpose to create change in the world. So Jen, first of all, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you so much, Kelly. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here and share this space with you. So thank you. I am so honored to have you as one of our members and somebody that we are excited to kind of share with the world and and expose to more people who I think can really find some power in your message as we have our conversation today. And the first thing I want to do is say that you know you had me with the line passion and purpose to create change in the world (laughs) because that is what we are all about. So you know that I am excited to hear your story and to share that story with all of our listeners. So Jen, first thing I wanna do is ask you, can you share a little bit of your story, how you became a coach and what that journey has been like? The former version of me, I guess I'll start there. Uh, I graduated from a military academy, federal service academy, and had a Coast Guard license, was a reservist in the military, was a mechanical engineer, worked corporate for 10 years. If we just start there, we see somebody who many of these women can relate to, maybe a former overachiever, perfectionist, and really loves to maximize just the experience of life. And I was hustling and grinding and had a really great corporate career for eight years and decided to become a mother. And in that process, my pregnancy ended about two months early with pregnancy-induced liver failure, which was a near-death experience for me. So here I am doing all of the things that I think I'm, quote, supposed to do. I've got a good education. I've got a good job. I've got gifts and talents and skills. I'm putting them to use. I've, I'm doing all the things. And then I'm invited to this huge act of surrender. 
And that was really the first time I realized that everything that I do in life is not about me and what I think it's supposed to be, but that we are in this to co-create together. And so a near-death experience is no small thing. It was actually the first time in my life on a personal level that I, believe it or not, for where I was in my life, which this was 15 years ago, I, I, I thought I had failed because I had this birth plan and it did not happen. <laughs> and, and also I was being invited to surrender and, and get better. I was in the hospital for a month. My daughter was in the hospital for a month. So that altered the course of my life. I took a year off of work to recover my health. It was a, a very big health crisis for somebody who had already valued health and ate well and exercised. This was a shock to me. Mm -hmm. And when we unravel the leading cause of that, there was a lot of stress that led to that event. I began to put all of my energy into healing. And so my daughter has been my greatest teacher. And my story is just one where it was a co-creation and she just invited me to start the healing process. Some people call it an awakening. It was just a life-changing experience for me. So from that point on, I started to have health issues and so did my daughter. And I really lived in survival mode for almost six years. And so I decided to leave my corporate job, shift careers. Everything that I was doing with my daughter became about integrative wellness. The traditional medical system was not working for us, either one of us. We needed a holistic integrative approach. I became a holistic health coach, studied functional medicine, detoxification. Five years into my health coaching career, I had a second health crisis. So at the peak of eating clean, I guess I didn't learn that lesson the first time, the one about surrender. It's like, okay, now you're being invited to do it again. So I listened again. And this time the message that I heard, and this is where the intuition comes, is like your health and well-being is not just about your physical body. It's not just about the food you eat. You can eat as healthy as you want, but if you are not connected to your soul, your passion, your spirit, to God. It's that energy of unconditional love. If you don't have that connection, if you're not in your purpose, if you're not slowing down and enjoying the moment, it doesn't matter because dis-ease is so multi-layered. It has an emotional component, an energetic component, physical, mental, spiritual, the whole thing. So I listened. And at that point in time, I began to shift into, from health coaching to life coaching, became a yoga teacher, did a homeschool travel year with my children and became a meditation teacher and started to do breath work and energy work. So long story short, my personal journey has been one where I have learned from experiences, but I leaned into the discomfort of what I was experiencing and I allowed that to teach me and guide me. And it wasn't easy and it was really uncomfortable. And what I now know is that those are the moments, it's the moments where we choose and decide to bring awareness to the part of us that maybe we've disowned or judged and realizing that that is the actually where the gift is. Mm. And so as the years went on, as my children were my teachers, my clients also helped co-create and teach with me as well. And when I was health coaching, the women would reflect to me that where they were in their life, health was not just about the food they were eating, but their relationship to the food, which was reflecting back to them how they felt about themselves. So there was there were deeper layers of subconscious reprogramming to really dive into. Mm -hmm. And then it became more about stress. And I was really attracting these women 
who were former versions of me, the overwhelm, the stress, which was really just inviting us to dive deep into our relationship with self-worth. And then over the years coaching, many of the women that I was coaching wanted to become life coaches. So where I am now is the mentor for coaches bringing forth the experience for that. So that is where my experience has created my passion, my purpose to help women to rewrite their stories and to really lean into those moments where we find ourselves at sort of like that fork in the road. And that is like my favorite, favorite work. Because when we do that, when we love all the parts of ourselves and when we lean into those things that are really uncomfortable, that is where we can really just shine because we no longer have anything to hide and we accept all of the parts of ourselves. And that's what embodied healing self is about. It's about leaning in and listening to ourselves is for who we are, what we're here to do. Because as you know, you and I are both passionate about this. Every single person here comes here with their own unique mission the parts that are challenging and the parts that are wonderful that make us who we are in our wholeness. What a powerful story about how you got started on this journey. I'm so happy to hear that you are well and your daughter is well. And you have created incredible things out of what was, I'm sure, the most stressful and really tough moments in your life. That's beautiful. I'm glad that you shared that. So I, I am not as fabulously healer and woo-woo language as you are. But I think that your kind of point and your, your mission is so perfectly aligned, right? We communicate with the world in different ways, but it is so perfectly aligned with our intention at She Is Fierce really to kind of create that sense of purpose and help women live in their purpose. So I love something that you say you do. And I want to ask you to give us a little bit more of an insight into what that actually means. So for those of us who are learning about this fabulous language, can you walk us through what it means to help awaken your embodied healer and connect with your soul's wisdom? Absolutely. Thank you for the invitation. That is what my journey invited me to lean into. Awakening your embodied healer is tapping into that fierce part of us where we know that we have the answers inside of us that we need. Now we need support. We need medical guidance. We need a coach. We need friends. We need connection. And all of those relationships in our life are reflecting back to us, a part of us that we're, we're learning about ourselves. But at the end of the day, I really like to encourage to take in what is reflecting back to you about your life and really check in with what is an alignment for me mm. so that we live our purpose and our passion, not somebody else's. So we're gathering information and we're taking it in and then slow down enough to notice and be present with what is really true and in alignment for me, what feels good for me? Because Kelly, what feels good for you and what is aligned with your values and your mission and your purpose is different than me. That's how we were created. And that is when we honor the true gift that we are is by really leaning in what is good for me. And so my journey started with food and food is easy because it's tangible. It started with 
you know, what foods are working for me and what aren't, what's giving me energy, what's not. So it's the same thing with relationships in our life. It's like, what relationships are supporting me? Which relationships aren't? What beliefs am I holding on to that are supporting me? And what is not? Everything is a co-creation in a relationship. And so every relationship is inviting us to look within ourselves you know, it's really, it's really actually quite simply coming to the breath and just slowing down. It's like slow down enough to listen. And so part of what I teach, I use the word body wisdom. So we have our thoughts and our thoughts are energy and motion. We have our heart emotions. Emotion is energy and motion. And when we drop down even further from the thoughts, we witness the thoughts, we experience and witness the emotions. That's when we come to the truth which is checking in somatically with the body. What am I experiencing right now? And just taking a pause. It's just a pause and a breath. And so the embodied healer is raising awareness around how am I feeling in this moment? What's showing up for me? If we're getting triggered or activated, I like to use the word activated by somebody who says something because we all, this happens. It's our kids, it's our spouse, it's, it happens at work. What is there for me to just notice about this experience? We're given the opportunity to, to really discover, I like the word discover or reveal what we're passionate about. It's different for everybody. And I, I am a big fan of encouraging women to live in alignment with your values. What, is, what are you passionate about? What lights you up? Because everybody's passionate about different things. So what is it within you? What is the wisdom, the gift in you that wants to be expressed? And so the soul wisdom, awakening the embodied healer, I want to just say it's not all the good stuff. It's not like rainbows and unicorns. It's not like, it's like, oh, I'm, I love to do this and I'm going to go do this. It's, it's also the willingness, as I've said from the time that we began this conversation, the willingness to lean into the discomfort and be curious about the belief that, of the thing that you think is holding you back. So it's all of the things. There is no duality. It's unity. It's bringing the two together and loving yourself in wholeness, loving the part of you that maybe you disowned or judged, mm-hmm. loving the part of you that you believed was holding you back or you believed was not good enough or you believed didn't make you lovable or abandoned or rejected. And the embodied healer is embodying all of that without attachment, without judgment and deciding aligned action to move forward. It's the clear messaging that comes through when we clear out the junk. The more we're willing to commit to cleaning that space out of our life, then the more truth comes through. We create space for more clarity about our passion and purpose in the world. So it's a little bit of both. It's, it's living in that flow of expansion and contraction. The journey of an entrepreneur is, is a journey of expansion and contraction, but it's a constant growth. I want to say thank you to you because I know that we will have women that are listening to this and probably every single person, right? Because as you said, no matter how much time you spend, on this exact topic. Every single one of us has areas in our lives where we think, I just wanna pretend that didn't happen (laughs) or Mm. I wanna believe this about myself. And I love how you kind of framed the idea of bringing those together and kind of being objective about real life 
and then taking that information and moving forward in a really positive way. And I hope that everybody will take that away. So now let me ask you, as a business owner, you are doing incredible things. You are helping other women to elevate their own coaching. And as you alluded to earlier, you're also a mom. You're also all the other things that you have on your plate, which I know there are many. And I would love to um, hear from you kind of just how do you approach challenges? So just as you shared earlier, whether it's time, whether it's feeling like you're making space in your life for the right things, um, especially for our entrepreneurs who are listening or really you know, professionals that are, are working at a really fast pace, this is an ongoing challenge, even when we're intentional. So I would love to hear your, your wisdom on that. If we think of like a block that we have and how much like potential or energy is in that, a lot of times you'll hear people say, just, just release it or let it go or just pretend like it's not there. I want to invite women to harness and transmute that very thing into their potential or their, their gift. So if we think in terms of science, Albert Einstein said, energy is not created or destroyed. So if we can transmute that energy, think of what is available on the other side. And when you say challenges, that's what I'm talking about. I want to invite the listeners to just ask themselves for a second, whatever it is that that challenge is in their life, that there's a belief underneath it. And there, there's probably about four or five common beliefs that show up. And we put conditions on these beliefs. Either I'm, I'm not lovable or I'm only lovable when, mm-hmm. or I'm not good enough. Those are the ones that usually come up. So my invitation is not the easy invitation. I'm going to admit that this won't be for everybody. But I'm always inviting anybody who's listening to really lean into what's underneath the need to create the overwhelm. Like, what is that really about? Oftentimes when we're overwhelmed, we're out of alignment. And it, it might be coming from a place of feeling like what you're doing isn't enough. So you just keep trying to find that thing of what am I supposed to do? But it's really about stepping back and leaning into what is, what's underneath this. So whatever the challenge is, the invitation is to slow down and ask yourself, how, like, how am I feeling? Go into the body. That's my invitation. The only truth is this moment. Get out of the thoughts and maybe even the emotions, just witness them and, and just notice. I, I like to use somatic inquiry or breath work. Notice where you're feeling it in the body because it's there to tell you something. The other tool that I like to use is actually a coaching communication tool that you can use with other people. And there's a four-step process. So the four-step process is it's really about simplifying everything. Again, releasing the thoughts and the emotions and getting super clear on what the truth is. The first step is to state the facts. The second step, which is really important, is to identify the emotion. Like, what am I feeling? I remember as a kid, my parents would say to me, you can do everything, you can do anything you want. You're a woman. Well, now we're in this place where, yeah, we can do whatever we want, but it doesn't mean we have to. Mm. We don't have to do everything. We get to choose. And, and now if you look at the younger generation of women, they're showing up like that. Like they don't, they didn't go to a military academy to approve themselves like I did. Right. So they just skipped all that. (laughs) They're just like, yeah, no, I know I can do what I want to do. Identifying where 
where is this coming from? So identifying the, the emotion or the feeling, which actually comes down to six to eight basic primary emotions or, or feelings. Oftentimes we give our power away by blaming somebody else. So state the facts, emotion, and then state the need underneath that. And then the fourth step is to make a request. I use this with myself. So the fourth step is making the request and the request is of my, is for me to actually seek support from somebody, which has been a practice of mine. And then I'm just giving permission to all the listeners, the women here to just know that all of this is a practice. And the secret kind of icing on the cake is that wherever you are releasing attachment to the outcome, Mm -hmm. just letting it go and just trusting that wherever you are is exactly where you need to be and stop making ourselves wrong. I appreciate your vulnerability in sharing what your own struggle is, because I think, as you said, some, some of us have a few things that we are working on. Some of us have one thing that we know is our, our area of vulnerability. Well, I hope that some of our listeners are inspired by that and can see themselves in your story too. And um, I would love to get your perspective on just what does it mean to live with purpose? Mm. I love how you said live with purpose and not live your purpose. Mm. This has been another journey unfolding for me and I can share with you where I am now. I, I like to share that there's always the light and kind of the shadow or there's always the gift and the challenge and everything and giving women permission to just be okay with that and know that we're all going through this in different ways. And so when you say live with purpose, the first thing that comes to me is that I am my purpose. It's just a state of being. There isn't anything I have to do. I was created from unconditional love. I'm here. And because I'm here, I'm enough. And if every woman said that to themselves every day, I, we, I think we would find ourselves living in more joy and freedom. A practice of just embracing the moment and finding joy in the journey. And I'm not saying that that comes easy. It's what I'm choosing to practice and knowing that my, my purpose is in my being, not in my doing. I love how every single woman that I talk to has a different answer to that question, which I think is so fabulous, right? And part, part of my takeaway from that is that we all approach life differently, right? As you said, we are each unique. And even as we have had, uh, you know, I don't know, dozens of women that are gonna be featured over the course of the year on our podcast, everybody has a similar but slightly different take. And I, I love that yours is so fabulously kind of blunt. And before we even get to the how do I, it's I am enough. I think that is beautiful. And then what you are kind of bringing up for me is this quote that I was like furiously Googling because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get it right. And um, it's this idea that expectation is the thief of all happiness, right? Mm. It's a Jack Kerr quote. And you have talked a lot about kind of something that kind of, you know, brings that theme out for me, even though you haven't said that, that's what I keep thinking, keeps coming to my mind. And of course, especially as a business owner, right, in order to be successful, you have to set goals and you have to work towards goals and you have to have clear outcomes in mind. But I also think to your point, it's so important to know that the joy, right, shouldn't come from 
the outcome. And I think that so often we, uh, professional women, moms, anybody, right? Men, it applies to men as well. We get caught up in whether or not we're hitting the goal, the target, the outcome that we have in mind. And I love that you are saying essentially let go of that. And also you're enough anyway. So whether we are talking about specific entrepreneurship goals or whether we are talking about building a brand or confidence or growing your network, it doesn't matter what you're talking about individual limiting beliefs, which often you and I might hear somebody's belief and think, you're crazy. Look at how incredible you are. Why would you think that? And yet we each walk around with our own little story. So I love that you highlighted that. And I want to, um, as we kind of come to a close of our conversation, you have had so many great goals and nuggets for everyone to take away. Can I ask, is there any kind of overriding message or just something that you really hope that those women who are listening to this conversation take away from, from that time. So as I hear you close with this idea of limiting beliefs, it's the one thing that I really want to give women permission to just receive because a lot of this is about receiving because it'll, it'll land differently for all of us, but is, is that, our purpose and what we're here to do is what we're here to be. At least that's my answer is all of it. Like I really just love to create that space for women to show up authentically in their vulnerability, in their limiting belief, because that's where the golden nugget is. If you remember, I said the thing that you think is holding you back is actually what's moving you forward. When we think we're being contracted, when we think things are difficult. So it's the, It's the idea that I want to invite women to embody, that's the embodied healing self, all of it. And that it, those experiences make us complete in our wholeness. When we really embrace that, and I mean, really embrace that, what's waiting for us on the other side is freedom. Mm -hmm. It's freedom to express our passion which the word I use is soul, but soul wisdom, soul expression, which is what we came here to be. I know you have something special for everybody who's listening. Can you tell them a little bit about it? Absolutely. So I created a method. It's called uh, soul wisdom imprinting. And there's six key steps, awaken, align, attune, attract, amplify, and alchemize. And it is the six steps of awakening your body healer to access your soul wisdom. So it's the six steps that take you through many of the things that we talked about today, including the limiting beliefs, attracting who you want to attract energetically, who you're meant to work with, living in alignment with that, amplifying your presence, your energy, your passion, your gifts. And then the word alchemy at the very end is really the invitation of alchemizing your purpose and passion to creating a business that creates change in the world, which is the community that you have created. So I'm offering that to all of the listeners complimentary and we'll drop the link in the show notes for women to just play and explore. Some of the language might be new to you and some of it you may resonate with. And I've just want to share that with everybody. So thank you for that invitation. 
Well, I'm, I'm grateful to you for sharing it with our listeners. I'm excited to jump into it myself and learn more from you. And I just have to say, this has been a fabulous member spotlight. I have been talking with Jen Mons, an intuitive coach and mentor for healers, coaches and leaders, and the host of the Embodied Healing Self podcast. Jen, thank you again for joining me. It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the She Is Fierce podcast. If you're ready to level up in your life and start living on purpose, join our community of fierce female leaders and women on the rise who are ready to make more money, find more joy, and make their mark in the world. Inside our society membership, our high-level CEO mastermind circle, or at our sold-out live events. Choose how you want to get involved at sheisfiercehq.com.